0: Um, What are some of the things, Sammy, that you have thought about
1: kind of just around food in the beginning is that it's not often thought about the emotional side of weaning. It's, it's, There is a huge emotional component when it comes to weaning and whether it's, um, you know, because like in my case, there's a lot of nerves around it. Like, how's it going to go, you know, with my line of work. So, yeah, I think that's like a a question for for Jenny is how to just manage the
2: emotions. Food is so deeply intertwined and entrenched in the relationship. It's connection, it's relationship between you and your child. We also want to normalize for parents that frustration in the process is a very typical typical thing to, that they experience. If we can take the pressure of not thinking about food in those early periods as being so critical to nu- you know the nutrition and weight gain and whatnot, but actually if we change perspective and see those first few weeks and months as setting the, the tone for food, for um, developing tolerance and capacity and diversity in, in taste buds and a fun playfulness around eating.
0: Hi everyone and welcome back to another Let's Talk Baby and as we continue in our weaning in series, um, I love these ones where I'm joined by both um, our co-hosts, so we've got Dr. Jenny Rose, hi Jenny.
2: Hello Cat.
0: It's always nice to see you, even if we don't get to meet in person, I can least really forget to do these together, which That's is
2: fun. So lovely, it's a great way for us to catch up, I love it.
0: Absolutely. And then, hi, Sammy, um, our other co-host, and mom of Kyla, so who's the star of this whole series? Hi, (laughs) Sammy. Hi, (laughs) Kath. Hi, Jenny. (laughs) So today we are talking about a really important topic, and it's probably a topic not often spoken about in the context of weaning, and that is just around the emotional health. Um, in, in weaning and um, developing an emotionally healthy relationship with food. And as parents on the weaning journey, that should be one of the things and one of the goals that we would want to encourage um, when you are starting the weaning journey. And I know, um, you know, with Kyla, as we have, like, started the journey and started the feeding journey with her, um, what are some of the things, Sammy, that you have thought about kind of just around food? And maybe there's some things you'd like to also just kind of bounce off, Jenny since you've got her here, um, just with regards to just bringing in that healthy emotion around feeding. Because we know that that is a ground that could be fraught with a lot of different feelings and, um, you know, challenges. Um, yeah just just off the top of your head, what are some of the things that you 've already thought about in your early process of weaning her?
1: yeah, I think you know when having started this journey now um it 's something like you did in 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 the beginning is that it 's not often thought about the emotional side of weaning um, and that comes in with you know my feelings towards weaning and then also you know having gone back to work. Just in terms of how how I'm doing in the day emotionally, so obviously if it's been a busy day, and I come back and I wanted a solid meal with Kyla, and I'm now either frustrated because of something at work, or um, you know just exhausted and just really not not feeling this, the sort of impact that my mood and my emotions has on this whole. Um, the whole meal time um and how it can really actually impact uh how Kyla does during that meal time um and I think that you know it's it's there is a huge emotional component when it comes to weaning and whether it's um you know because like in my case there's a lot of nerves around it like how's it gonna go, you know with my line of work and I know what she should be doing i know the sort of red flags and in the back of my mind i keep thinking about that and so yeah i think that's like a, a question for for jenny is how to just manage the emotions um around around weaning and especially those like negative emotions like if i've had a bad day or if i'm super anxious how not to let kyla feed off of that and how yeah not to let it impact our journey um you know, bringing it into that space.
2: Yeah, you know, it's such an important thing, Sammy, because I think we don't often even think about this, and yet it's such a big factor in actually determining our kids' eating journey. Um, you know, if we think about weaning, it's their first encounter with food, and we're really setting the stage for eating habits for a lifetime. And while, on the one hand, that might seem very overwhelming and scary, and obviously there's always ways to shift things along the way but it's also quite reassuring because it allows us to have a lot more control I think in um, that journey and that pathway of our kids lives and and being intentional you know we always think about conscious parenting intentional parenting it flows over to all things even nutrition and food how Mm -hmm. are we going to be intentional about the way food unfolds in our homes and Mm -hmm. you know I think the mistake that we make is we often just see food as a, as a chore or an event. it kind of yeah. thing to tick. So we, we see it as a meal. We need to get the food into the child and we tick that the child has got a full tummy and, and we've done that and we forget how much is intertwined emotionally, how much our um, emotional standpoint influences them. And so mm-hmm. I think even just coming into the feeding scenario, having, a brief moment of reflection to go, this isn't just about food. There's at the forefront, this is about the relationship. Food is so deeply intertwined and entrenched in the relationship. It's connection, it's relationship between you and your child. And so I come in with that knowledge, knowing that this is about relationship, but also knowing that my emotional state is going to impact how this unfolds. And so instead of just coming in and not really giving it much thought, and then you blink and you mid feeding and you are irritated and flustered and you haven't actually figured out why, to just yeah. slow down a little bit. And I often use the word reset with moms these moments in the day where we need to just catch ourselves and reset ourselves mm-hmm. as we enter yeah. into a scenario. And so You know, it can be as simple as just walking into the the kitchen before you're going to start the feeding sort of process and resetting to say, I might have had a rough day. I'm feeling frustrated and overwhelmed, but I'm going to find a way to regulate myself. And that might be with different thoughts and strategies that you have developed yourself. But I'm going to reset so that when I engage in this feeding process, I'm coming from a much more regulated and calm space because my emotional state Without a doubt, is going to influence my child, and then ultimately influence their eating or feeding. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I just, I just, I love that reset moments, and I think it's it's a principle to use obviously in all aspects of parenting, as you said. But we don't often think about it in the food moment, yeah. um, and before we launch into, in even in the moments say say where you are feeding. And the child suddenly decides this is not like yesterday. Kyla yes. loved her nuts and then today she just looks yes. disinterested. In it. And in that moment, you want to go, "What has gone on? What have I done wrong?" Mm-hmm. Becoming a fast eater, and you start to like yeah. panic to actually go away. Let's mm-hmm. just reset. Mm-hmm. It's okay. This is going to happen. It's alright. Yeah. Just rationally like process it. So I suppose you're going to be mm-hmm. setting a few times during the feeding process. Instead of being reactive to that. And I think it's
1: also, like, touching on that, Catherine, it's also, like, important that if you just feel like this is just not the time and see that, you know, you're just getting more and more frustrated or more and more panicked, it's okay to have done our mealtime or our practice, and even though today it might have been five minutes compared to yesterday was 15 minutes, if – you know, I think there's no point in in trying to you know push it and and try and continue, and mm. and both you and your child land up you know getting in a bit of a state or or whatever the case may be. There's nothing wrong with just saying, okay, you know, let's call this sort of um, the session and 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 let's go play or do something um a bit different. Yeah, right. and maybe
2: sorry, sorry Kat, please. just jumping in there. Um, I think... We also want to normalize for parents that frustration in the process is a very typical thing to, that they experience. I think a lot of the time, we're very quick to judge ourselves. We know we have had done many podcasts about mom guilt and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. We're very quick to say this should be this wonderful experience and it should be easy and it, why is this not working and am I doing something wrong? And I just want to normalize the frustration as well. I think one of the things that I could very much identify as my own frustration or trigger was when I spend hours working on this delicious meal that I have really put so much yeah. effort into and and I know that it's great and yet, you know, no one eats it. Um, and I had a real laugh the other day because I ended up running late at work. And so I had planned this whole meal and then my husband had to start it and they did not appreciate his efforts. And he was like, I finally understand why you get so cross when you've spent hours cooking something and then no one actually wants to eat it or it doesn't get delivered as you're know as you expecting. But I think just to to realize that that's also part of the process. And I know we are going to have many conversations about weaning and there's many factors that impact that, like their emotional state consistency differences on a on a different day, you know, the food might taste a little bit different. So I think just holding in mind that it is also normal for you to show up with different emotions on every day. And there are times where you'll absolutely love the feeding journey, but there are days where it will frustrate you, where you might feel like you don't have capacity. And just as Sammy has said, there are times where it's okay if you choose to um you know, opt for a different alternative to the one that you had planned or if you decide to end a little bit earlier. So I think just being attuned to what you're feeling and responding, you know, with flexibility is really such an important part.
0: Yeah. And then I think just from a dietetic point of view, I want to give moms total permission that they can even leave Mm -hmm. feeding out in total. Mm -hmm. Especially in the beginning you know and especially in the early few months because milk is the primary food source and if the baby is having a rough day and you having a rough day or you just having a rough day or just haven't got it together or just haven't managed to get mm-hmm. to the shop you know it's yeah. not the end of the world they're not initially they're not relying on this for a huge amount of nutrition in the beginning especially mm-hmm. you know where kyle at at the moment she's in her first kind of one to two months of weaning is just learning how to navigate food. So mm-hmm. it really is not like once you've started, that's it. you kind of bounce it forever. It is really just remembering to, like you say, listen, hear yourself, figure it out, and just be mm-hmm. kind to, mm-hmm. to that journey. Because and, and ultimately, um, we want to make the experience pleasant for baby, but yes. we also want it to be pleasant for you as the parent feed-in, because mm, then you're accident. also going to be more motivated to keep feeding.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I want to underscore that, Kath. I think that is so important for moms just really to hear. I think just that what, in essence, we're saying is that those first few weeks and months of feeding are not the nutritional um, value for a child. Actually, then, if we can take the pressure of not thinking about food in those early periods as being so critical to nu- you know the nutrition and weight gain and whatnot, but actually if we change perspective and see those first few weeks and months as setting the the tone for food, for um, developing tolerance and capacity and diversity in, in taste buds and a fun playfulness around eating and connection and relationship, that that actually far outweighs the nutritional value in those first few sort of time periods. Absolutely. So, Mommies,
0: you have our permission. Do you hear that loud and clear? Your baby will not starve because you are on this journey. Sammy, just to kind of as as just the last mention, which I think is really important, is Mm -hmm. just outside pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, that can affect your emotion and you mentioned a bit of anxiety like towards the feed-in and I think there are probably two areas and this is actually deserves a whole podcast on their own but just to kind of just get Jenny's take on it and just your take mm-hmm. on it just from a uh, social media you know yeah. like uh, imagine you where you are in your weaning journey with social media and then also like family members who yeah. um, may have a baby similar age to to yours, or had a baby similar age to yours, and obviously the child growing up. And um, yeah. do you have you experienced that yet, or is it still so too early on?
1: I have I, I have I think that, you know social media can be such a beautiful thing, but it can also be so like dangerous, especially from from a mental health standpoint in an emotional standpoint, um, because we can't help but compare. And, um, you know, and you, you you see another mom's post their little one's weaning journey and you think to yourself, sure, like, you know, I'm not anywhere near there and their child is maybe uh, like only a month ahead or the same age or a week's difference. And, you know, there's a lot of comparison that that happens. Um, and I think, you know, it, it's in all the sort of realms of of, of Um, childcare and having a baby but when I think think it's especially sensitive when it comes to feeding because I think you know as a mom and as a parent you you want to nurture your child and nourish your child and and I think like we'll touch on it as we go on but that relationship with with food it's um you know, you just you just want to be able to do it right, and when you are comparing, um, it, it can it can really um affect a person. I think you know when you're comparing whether it's somebody you don't know on social media and even family members. So you know, I've got uh three little nephews, and um, they're a little bit older than Kyla, and it's you you hear about their. Uh, weaning journey and I think of you know where Kyla is and you can't help but think okay but what happened when that little one was this age and you know then at the same time you're also getting advice and we did this and you know or, or, or even just like um a little bit of judgment like oh why is Kyla you know spitting the food out or she doesn't look like she's enjoying it so so there's a lot of noise around social media around family around friends um and it's it's it can be, um, it can have a negative impact on mental health, especially with regards to what you're doing with your child, and it can make you kind of think, oh well, am I doing this right, or are we on the right track, or you know, is there something wrong? Um, which is what you touched on. You know, in the beginning days, it's it's all just about experience and about um, uh, exposure, and you know, here we thinking that, oh goodness, I'm not on the right track, or my baby's behind, or whatever the case may be. So yeah. I think Jenny can also just touch on um just the the like the negative impact of social media and and family opinions and and pressure mm-hmm.
2: yeah I mean I think it's so similar to so many conversations around parenthood um and the judgment that we feel we receive from the outside and I think sometimes the judgment we have of ourselves when we look on social media and I think it's such a dangerous place because I think especially moms are so vulnerable in that postpartum period. It's such a such a vulnerable period. You have had this life-changing experience that no matter what you do, you are not prepared for because it's just, it will turn your life upside down in wonderful ways, but in, in so many different ways. And then we look to the outside world and it just feels very different perhaps to what's going on in our own homes. And that's where we set ourselves up for not for any success, really. We're setting ourselves up for failure because it just leads to a a very difficult spiral of negative self-thoughts, of critique Mm -hmm. against oneself. Um, It impacts your relationship with your child. And so, you know, we often say drowning out that outside noise is so important. And I think recognizing when that tipping point comes. So there's definitely positivity and I'm going to follow certain pages that give me great recipes and show me, you know, great tips on how to encourage the process. But I need to be able to recognize the tipping point, point for myself where that goes into me feeling bad about the way I'm doing it and not mm-hmm. having this beautifully presented meal and maybe buying one ready-made from a certain place on one day or perhaps using a non kid friendly spoon and not the one that I should be using and and that there's grace for those moments. And so we have to recognize that it goes from helpful to hindering and and catching yourself in that. That's so helpful. Yeah
0: and I think I mean there's I'm just as you talking and as you both are chatting, I'm thinking of more and more areas where negative emotions could come into feeding. But obviously we don't have time. To, to do that and unpack that today. But I think it's going to be a conversation we're going to need to have continually on this weaning series and as Kyla is going more and more into the, the kind of mechanisms of eating and getting more en- engrossed in her feeding and that, we're definitely going to be unpacking them. But I think just for our audience today, I think for me, the big take-home messages are, number one, just take time to reset. If you're feeling anxious, feeling rushed, um, there's negative emotions around feeding time resets. And then that might look like maybe skipping the meal, having a mm-hmm. shorter meal, waiting a little bit, delaying the meal. And whatever that looks like for you, there's no perfect way to do it. And then I think mm-hmm. the other thing is just be kind to yourself. You know, realize that outside perfection is not necessarily what it seems. I always say social media doesn't always show you the real story. And Mm -hmm. so be careful what you are judging yourself and your baby and this weaning journey against. Um, Mm -hmm. And ultimately the best is what's going to work best for your baby. And that's going to be the happy space. And maybe choose, as I always say, one or two sound voices that you can bounce all the information coming in off because I think that is most helpful um, to be able to have a filter for those um, noises that are going to be there. You can't get away from them. And then I love, and just to end with what you said, you know, is it helping you or is it hindering you? And the minute something starts hindering you, you want to kind of remove it, you know, know, kind of, you know, just say it's done, I'm not going to go there anymore, um, and just focus on what is helping you. So thank you so much. Thank you, Sammy. Um, for just you know, your vulnerability because you obviously yeah, share in the true life journey of Kyla so we really do appreciate that because it makes it so relatable yeah. um, and Jenny as always just your words of wisdom and um, also your your stories and um, I'm sure your, yes. your husband will have to get gas <laughs> to attend another day
2: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> okay. And yeah, and everyone watching, we thank you so much for watching and we hope you are finding this series helpful and we look forward to the next one.